another episode of The Adrian Ross Show, a product of the BMG Network. And I'm so thankful that you're tuned in. And I, I really mean that when I say it. There's no show without people who are listening or watching on YouTube. So thank you so much. And if you are watching, you'll see that I'm wearing my... Uh, t-shirt that says the adrian ross show hot off the press y'all hot off the press the adrian ross show and soon the bmg network hopefully soon we're gonna have this t-shirt as well as the bmg network t-shirts and the other podcast t-shirts for sale so you could actually purchase a t-shirt and show your support be out and about and let it be a conversation piece but yeah the adrian ross show i love i really like this t-shirt you can see that for those of you who are watching. If not, you have to go to YouTube, the BMG Network's YouTube channel. But anyway, um, thank you again for tuning in. And I am going to jump into today's topic, which is actually not today's topic. It's not uh, singular. We're going to talk about a few topics. Today is a potpourri, a potpourri of to- uh, uh, episode, okay, of various topics. And I'm going to start with our Vice President, Kamala Harris. Now, I just did a column. You know, I have a column, adrianrosscolumn.com. It's called My View, My Voice. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that at the end because I have something exciting that I want to share. So I'll talk more about the column. But my latest column was about the vice president. And I submitted this thought that Kamala Harris, despite what people say or have said (laughs) or still saying, Kamala Harris doesn't want to be president. Remember when, remember she ran for president and then, uh, you know, then she got tapped, you know, President Biden tapped her to be his running mate. Then president uh, elect tapped her to be his running mate. And everyone was saying she was being primed and she was being groomed to be, to be the president. She had these great ambitions to be president. But I submitted in my column this idea, and that is that not only doesn't the president, the vice president want to be president anymore, I don't believe she even wants to be the vice president. I believe that while she enjoys the, the hoopla, the accolades, all that of being the first woman vice president, of being vice president, period, of being, as they say, the first vice president of color, you know, the whole the whole hoopla, the whole stuff. I, I think she's, you know, in her glory with that. Okay, yeah. But I think that she has discovered that she does not like her job. Well, why do you say that, Adrian? I say that because she's horrible at it. And I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just saying, if you've observed, you know, just like I know, that this woman is in way over her head, okay? All the cackling and stuff, all the I can't answer question stuff, so I'm just gonna laugh my way out of it stuff, all the tension that we're hearing about within the administration, within her staff, all that. I'm telling you, she knows she stinks at the job. You know, there are always people who are bad at certain things and they and they don't know it. You know, they think they can sing. Everybody else in the choir knows they can't sing. You know, you know, they, they think they're great teachers. Everybody else can tell them in the community that they're not. Okay. There will always be those. Okay. Um, people who just don't have a clue. But I believe that's the exception. I believe many of us have been in situations where we find 
that we are in way over our head. We thought this is what we wanted. We thought this was the way to go. And we are stinking up the joint. And what we want to do is either disappear, <laughs> you know, just vanish, just disappear, just melt. Or we want to run hollering and screaming and getting out of there because we can't believe that we got ourselves in this situation. I believe that she's so bad at her job that she has to know that. She knows that and she doesn't want it. I don't believe she wants to be vice president. I don't believe she wants to be president. I believe she wants to absolutely disappear because she has to know that this is horrible. Listen, let, let's start with this. Okay, let, let's start with this. Did you see the press conference she had in Poland when she was asked about Ukrainian refugees. Did you see that or did you hear that? I, it's painful. It's absolutely painful. So whether or not you are aware of it, you're going to be aware of it right now. So take a, take a, um, a listen, <laughs> take a listen at, um, at how this uh, press conference went. Oh, it's painful. I apologize ahead of time if you haven't seen it. Check it out. And I'm wondering what the United States is going to do more specifically to set up a permanent infrastructure. And relatedly, is the United States willing to make a specific allocation for Ukrainian refugees? And for President Duda, I wanted to know if you think and if you asked the United States to specifically accept more refugees. Okay. <laughs> a friend in need is a friend indeed. <laughs> okay, I, I, I can first. Okay. Okay. As I said, my apologies. Because that ought to make you go, ouch. Here's the deal. Every one of us has probably been in a situation where... We didn't have the answer to something we should have the answer to. That, you know, that's bad enough, okay? That's no crime. So she didn't have the answer to the question, okay. The the worst, the bad part about it, the worst part about it is not, I mean, you should know the answer but as the vice president, but, but hey, okay, you're human, you dropped the ball, we all do, all right? But the cackling, the, the cackling and the friend in need, indeed, or need is a friend, you know, whatever that nursery rhyme-ish thing was. It was just, it just was bad. It just looked bad. And this is the world stage. This is America on the world stage. And I, you know, I even, I'm no fan of Kamala Harris. But when I watch that, when I hear that, I feel sorry for the lady. It's that bad. It's just like, it's cringe-worthy. You know, and, the, and and she does that. I don't know if it's nervousness. I don't know what the deal is, but it's inappropriate. And if you don't have the answer, you have to somehow have a way to say something. You don't just look for somebody else to bail you out and then start cackling like she did. Not vice president. I mean, even the school board president wouldn't do that. Right? Even the president of the YMCA wouldn't do that. It's just not appropriate. I mean, perhaps she could have said, you know, thank you so much for your for your question. Um, th there's been some discussion going on about that, and I, I don't want to misspeak. I want to make sure that I that I give you the right information. So so I'm going to get back to you and let you know exactly where we are in that process. I, you know, I don't know. You, you you say something, 
You've got to be able to do that. It's the, it's the least you'll be able to do. Now, people might know that you're fudging a little bit, but at least they'll respect the fact that you, you didn't just cackle on the world stage and, you know, throw out some nursery rhyme kind of thing. So it was just, it's just so bad. And again, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm saying, listen, when, when that happens to you, 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 you want to run because if you didn't know before, which you probably did, but if you didn't know before that you're in way over your head, you know, now it's not like this is just one incident of her cackling all over the place or seeming like she's out of place or whatever the case may be. Um, when you're that bad, when you're that bad, you know, and when you know like that, I think you want out. And I don't think things are gelling well between her and the president, her and her staff. And I think that a beach in California sounds really, really good to her right about now. Uh, you know, I, I really think so. So I'm just going to say that having said that, though, there are people who are clueless and think she's doing a good job. <laughs> I want you to check this out. Students on the street. When I say students, I mean like uh, presumably college students on the street were asked about her, were asked about about how they feel about her. <clears throat> what what kind of job is she doing? Is she doing a good job? And, and, and what you're about to behold, what you're about to check out reveals the fact that people are clueless, absolutely clueless. There are many people who are engaged. I'm not trying to insult the American people. There are many people who are engaged. There are many people who are, you know, uh, who are following what's going on, um, who have substantive things to say, who understand what's going on. But you've got people who are just absolutely clueless. And, and you know what the deal is? These people vote. And they, it, it, so listen, I'm going to start right here. I apologize ahead of time again for this painful display that you're about to check out. Here it is. I want to get your thoughts on our Vice President Kamala Harris. What do you think of her? Is she doing a good job in office? Uh, yeah, I think so. I uh, really like her. I, I do love having a woman, person of color, Democratic leader in that position. I feel like definitely it's amazing to have a woman Vice President. I think she's doing great. I really do agree with a lot of the policies she's been putting out, and I think she's a great Vice President. What policies specifically do you agree with? Can you tell me some? Maybe I don't. Maybe I don't know what her policies are. Maybe you can just cut that part out. Can you name any specific accomplishments that you're super proud of? I can't think of many of them. I can't really, to be totally honest. On social media, I've seen that she does great posts. So, um, no, not any specific ones particularly. No. Again, I warned you. Painful. Oh, she's doing a wonderful job. Oh, the policies. Oh, really? What in particular? And then the, the, the one person cackled just like <laughs> just like the vice president does. You know, can you tell me something? I really don't know. And that's the and this is the sad thing. Because we have the right to vote. We have the right to support whomever we want and the right to vote and, and all that. And and yet it and people are doing that. You know, there are people who are going, but they, they're clueless about what's going on. So they're voting for people. Why? Because what was the, what was the reason? Oh, those people who were saying how she's so wonderful and stuff and then had to admit they don't even know. 
So when they go out and they, and they, you know, speak on behalf of trying to support somebody or voting or whatever the case may be, what are they basing that on? What are they basing their support on? Certainly not the facts because they don't, they didn't know the facts. So why, why is she doing so? Just because she's in your party, because she's in the political party that, you know, as a college student, you've been told you're supposed to support by liberal professors or, or whatever. Or, or did you, is it because she's the history of it? She's a, you know, a woman. She's a woman of color. Maybe she's a part of your sorority. Like she is, I have a lot in common with Kamala Harris. We're both members of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Okay. She's a woman. I'm a woman. She's of color. I'm of color. Okay. But that's not enough for me. There's too much on the line. Right. And so that's the thing. We are so partisan. People are so partisan. People are so caught up in, in making history and all this other stuff and, and being anti one party and pro another party that they don't even know what's going on within the parties, within the platforms, within the policies. They're just glomming on to identity politics, perhaps. Scary. We are in too important of times for that to be our story. Come on. And these are college students. And it's not just college students. You've got adults who are the same way. They have no idea what she believes in, perhaps. But you know what? We like her. Yeah. it's it, you know. And then they get called on it. And then they've got nothing. Scary thought. So there, there's that. Now I'm going to transition from the vice president, vice president Kamala. And again, I, I'm not trying. I'm, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just trying to be real because that's what that's that's what I do. You know, I'm I be I be real. Okay, that's what I do. I be real. All right. So now I'm going to transition to the um, the nominee to the Supreme Court of the United States, and that is Katanji Brown. Jackson, Katanji Brown Jackson. I have a hard time with that with that name, but KB KBJ, right? And so the hearings have been going on and uh it's been fascinating. Uh in particular the issue of the definition of of a woman. I'm sure unless your head is buried in the sand or you, you know, I don't know, you you know that she was asked to define a woman. Can you define what a woman is? And her answer was basically that she wasn't or isn't a biologist and therefore cannot answer that question. Here's this well-educated woman, obviously having a lot of success in, in her life, in her career. Um, she's bright, right? And, uh, and so she gets asked about the definition of a woman and her answer is that, that, that she doesn't know. And basically that she's not qualified to answer that. Now I'm, my head could just explode because first of all, we understand that she's, she, she is a bright woman and, and therefore she purposely avoids the question. Okay. So she's, she's politically, politically astute. 
and she's not going to allow herself to get backed in a corner, right? And so that was, you know, the point, the question um, came to her and she didn't want to answer the question because she doesn't want to, um, I don't know, she doesn't want to upset her base. But but here, here's where my head can explode. We, we're living in a time now, people, where it's controversial to say what a woman is because there because there there there's no there's no such thing anymore as a woman as a man there's there's no such thing anymore we're just whatever we want to be that day whatever we want to be so you know all the follow the science that we've been hearing it means nothing of course she's not supposed to know the science cuz she's not a biologist which i've heard people give some some interesting comments on you know what well i'm not a mechanic but i know what a car is right i mean you don't have to be uh, you know, an expert in biology to know uh, what d- distinguishes a woman from a man. What? A, my, my goodness, you're a woman, right? K. B. J. Katanji Brown. J. I mean, you're a woman. You don't know. Of course, you know, but you're playing politics, and this is the problem again. Just like with the students who get out there and vote, who are, or the people who are so focused on on their their platform or their party or whatever. Here we have a situation where this she's not going to even answer the question. So we're living in a day, day and time where you know what I can't even say what a woman is anymore because I'm going to get canceled. I'm too woke for that. You just are who you want to be. No, you're not. You're not just who you want to be. Okay. So, so, so this is just, just blows my mind um, that, that she would, she she didn't want to answer that question. And not only that, but here she is, this is a judge. What are we, guys, what are we going to do? Ladies and gentlemen, what are we going to do with this? Where are we going to end up with this road we're traveling down? And, And here's the thing. We've got stuff on the, on the record, stuff on the books that specifically relates to gender. The, the FBI hate crime list involves gender. Title IX in education involves gender. So if we don't have any gender, what are, what are we doing with that? How are you going to how are you going to um, uphold these things if these things or aspects of these things don't exist? If there is no woman and there is no no man and there's you just whatever and you, the, the lines are blurred and there's nothing. If that doesn't exist, then what about these other things that, that say they do exist? That, what about Title IX that, that talks about gender? What about, you know, these hate crimes that talk that that deal with gender? Gender exists. OK, and you can call yourself what you want, but that doesn't make it right. We learned that when we were little. Just saying it so doesn't make it so, right? So we're playing a dangerous, dangerous game here. And not only the 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 the, the thing about it is that not only are other people deceived, and it's one thing if you want to be deceived, it's a totally different thing when you expect me to go along with your deception and agree with what your perspective about this. <laughs> You want me to pretend that there's no such thing. Or in her case, just to pretend she can't define what a woman is. 
that's where we are now. You, you, we can't. We don't even have a definition for that anymore because really, you know, in the minds of some of these people, it doesn't exist. So she she avoid, avoids the, answering the question. This is um, it's just mind boggling. Okay, so I, I had to bring that. To, I had to bring that to you. Now politically, I guess just play dumb, but play dumb at what expense? And th these are the people that we want. People say, well, what does it have to do with her being, you know, uh, Supreme Court? I mean, listen, you've got to, you've got to decide cases. You've got to be fair and impartial. I mean, it matters. <laughs> it, it matters. <sighs> so we talked about Kamala. We talked about Katanji. So we're going to now talk about the kingdom. So we're going to have KKK going on in this potpourri episode. Um, the kingdom of God. Now, and, and, and I'm still talking about, uh, I'm, I'm really still talking about Katanji because, and I know, at the, I, I say this at the risk of being, uh, called judgmental, which tends to be the accusation that is thrown out there when someone um, doesn't agree with someone else. And when someone talks about, about faith or talks about God and, and they don't agree with that, you know, you're just judgmental. And I have to say, listen, I, I don't have an, I don't have an opinion. I just have the word of God. I've had to say that to people before. So, oh, so you're saying this is wrong. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm not saying anything is wrong. I'm just quoting the scripture. Adrian doesn't have an opinion. So don't get mad at Adrian. I'm not the creator and I'm not going to pretend I know more than the creator does. Okay. So in talking about the kingdom, as it relates to uh, Katanji uh, Brown Jackson, here's the thing. I'm trying to figure out, again, not trying to be judgmental, but I'm, I'm being honest. You go on social media and, and you you read or hear people you, you respect you respect people out there. You don't know them personally necessarily, but you know, just, just travel with me. People you, you respect and, and it's prophet so-and-so or apostle so-and-so. And, and there's some kind of comment, some kind of post that's celebrating people who are the antithesis of what the word of God says the kingdom is all about. And I'm trying to figure out the other day, again, I thought my head was going to explode because I'm trying to figure out how, you know, you got all these people and they're, you know, prophet this and prophetess that and, and apostle this and apostle that and this and that. And I'm thinking you, you're hearing from God and so many other things. And yet you can't, you can't, you can't hear from God that we don't celebrate the things that break God's heart. So, you know, you're running, I'm trying to be very vague here, but you're running across people who are writing things about, yeah, you know, we're going to, we're celebrating this, this nomination or celebrating the breaking of this glass ceiling and celebrating that. And then when they get called out on it, the response is that it's mature to be able to disagree with people and it's maturity to be able to celebrate, to love and to celebrate people. Now, let me say this. I agree with part of that. Yes, we love people. Now, you know, I don't, I, you know, we love people that, uh, people who we, whom we disagree with. I mean, we, we love people we disagree with, 
We love people who would um who can't tell what a you know what a what a what won't say what a woman is, even though we know the Bible would clearly have an answer for that. We still love people like Ketanji Brown Jackson, who would um who supports abortion, right? We don't we don't hate, we, we disagree. Okay. I, I can, I can love you regardless, but there's a difference between loving you and celebrating you. And so I would never feel justified because I'm in the kingdom. It's not about me. It's about what God has said. Right. And I would know prophet, apostle or not, just as a believer, just as a Christian, just as someone who can read the Bible, I would know that that having someone who is going who is um, going to be a part of where we go as a nation who has that vital of a role as say in this on the Supreme Court or in leadership in our nation, I would know enough that that while I will love you and we're, we're going to be friends and all that, I can't celebrate you being in position to enact things that are the antithesis of what God says. If you're in favor of, 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 of aborting babies, of killing babies, whom God has said he formed before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you, that all life is precious. If, if, that, if we know that, how then do I say, well, it's maturity to celebrate you rising to this level? where other people are, are looking at you and modeling you, where you're a vital part of where we go as a nation. No, you know, that's that's not maturity. That's you thinking you know better than God. Maturity is saying, I, will, I can love you, but I can't celebrate this. How do I celebrate what God, what hurts his heart? And, and, and this is the, this is, again, at, I'm saying this at the risk of sounding judgmental. I'm not trying to be judgmental, but it's the truth not, that maturity is saying, no matter what I would think, no matter if I feel pumped up because, you know, here, she's going to be the first black Supreme Court justice woman. You know, I can't. That's maturity is not supporting that. Maturity is putting that aside for truth. So my heart was just hurting the other day. Um, because I'm thinking you, you know, everybody, you know, it's like, wow, people, you can hear from God about everything else, but how, how is it that you're missing this? How is it that you're missing this? Come on, people. We, these are dangerous times. And if the people we are, people who are, who are supposedly leading and leading multitudes of people can't, can't follow what God is saying and, and out there putting out stuff and, and making their case for supporting people who don't support the word. How do we, how is that okay? It's not. And I didn't say it. You're going to have to take that up with him. And by him, I mean the Lord. I didn't say it. It should, it should break our hearts. I remember I had a pastor before who would say, we need to pray that God break my heart for what breaks yours. And let my heart rejoice for that which makes your heart rejoice. We, we, we better not try to be woke in the church. We better not try to be woke by this world standard. You know, my, my last podcast was, you know, it does not take a village to raise a child. That was my point. You know, that was, that was the, the subject. Okay. 
I called it, don't let the village raise your child. So, um, yeah, I, I just, that just baffled, that baffles me. And that's why I stopped. Like there were certain ministries that I, I used to look at and stuff. And then when 2008 came and, you know, Obama came on the scene and, and then it was like, oh, they were all in love with Obama, you know, and, and I'm thinking, okay, he couldn't even bring himself um, to, to, to support protecting babies who survived a botched abortion and, and, and you're, you're celebrating them prophet, sister, so-and-so brother, apostle, really? Ah, oh. and, and I'm not saying these people don't love God and stuff. I mean, there are people are not, and, and I believe that they hear from God, but, but somehow on this point, we, we are not to celebrate, um, we're not to celebrate the elevation of people who are going to, you know, who are going to, usher in or help support and all this stuff, the things that we know are just not right. And it's not me being judgmental. It's the truth. It's the hard truth, but we're living in a time we need the hard truth, just like I need the hard truth. And as I say it to you, I have to speak to myself as well. And there are things that I got to shore up as well. So I'm not, I'm not out there saying I'm above you and all that. Listen, listen, we all have to listen to what the Lord says. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong too. Okay, I'm not exempt, but he is the one who has the final say. And if that's not our our heart, then we need to repent and ask God to give us his heart. So, yeah, there you have it. Like I said, this was potpourri today. I always say, a, you know, A to Z, Adrian is on it. Well, today it was just, we stayed at the K, KKK, Kamala. Uh, we went from Kamala to Kataji, uh, Brown Jackson to the kingdom, the kingdom of God. So, um the KKK today. And um, as always, I'd love to hear from you. Please go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you wherever you listen and uh, leave a rating and review for The Adrian Ross Show. Let me see my t-shirt again, The Adrian Ross Show. So do that. Also go to thebmgnetwork.com, thebmgnetwork.com and check out the other podcasts as well. We are uh, engaging, informative, enlightening, entertaining, all those things. Um, some great, great voices on the BMG network. So, so check that out. I, I said to you at the beginning that I had something that I wanted to share, uh, about my column, uh, go to adrianrosscolumn.com, adrianrosscolumn.com. We're right at the year, right at the, the year mark of when I started this column, I had a column in the newspaper for years and then, um, had, uh, some situations where I, I felt my voice was being, uh, censored and, um, I pushed back, but I had to make a decision. And that decision was I was going to walk away because I was not going to submit to my voice being censored. And uh, at least that's how I felt about it. And I I did the right thing for me. So I, I, I stepped away. Now, it wasn't my full-time job, but there was obviously some compensation. And not only that, but obviously there was a platform. Um, and so it was a sacrifice uh, to to step away. But again, I have no, it was the right thing to do. So I, I have no regrets. And I had the idea. I said, you know what? Why don't you do your own thing? And that was when I started my view, my voice. I did my I, I started my own online column, and I said I'm going to get my own subscribers. Um, no longer had the compensation from the newspaper, and so for for less than the price of a sandwich, okay, um, you can subscribe for either monthly or yearly for adrianrosscolumn.com. So I'm going to ask you to go over there, go check it out. Consider subscribing to, to it. Every week I come 
Um, I share on social media. It's um, I share the first paragraph usually of my column. It's in audio as well as um, written. And, uh, and I share that, but it gets so much better as you get deeper into the, into the column, into the article. But, um, but you have to subscribe in, in order to do that. And it's, it's worth it. So I am, um, I am glad to bring that to you and say, Hey, you know, we're marking the year. Help me celebrate by going to adrianrosscolumn.com and subscribing for like next to nothing. And you will be so glad you, you did. And you can unsubscribe at any time. So you're not held to, uh, to stick in there if you won't like it, but I know you'll like it. You'll love it. Okay. It's my view, my voice, not going to be censored by traditional media. We've got to be able to speak out and that's what I do. And I, and I bring that content to you. So would you check that out for me? All right. So again, um, thank you. There's a lot today and I'm so glad that you are tuned in. Please share this podcast, the Adrian Ross show with others so that they can also, uh, be a part of um, the conversations that we have. And we've got adrianrosscom at gmail.com. Send me an email. I'd love, love, love to appreciate I'd love and appreciate um, if you would do that. All right. So we're done. I will catch you on the next episode of the Adrian Ross Show. God bless you abundantly. The Adrian Ross Show was produced and edited in the BMG studio. The music was provided by Kevin McLeod. Find more episodes of The Adrian Ross Show at thebmgnetwork.com and major podcast platforms. Be sure to tune in regularly. You don't want to miss even one episode. <laughs>